don't come over here talking about some, oh, well, we just like y'all. Or, oh, well, we do it better than y'all. That's not up for discussion. That's, that's, that's not even necessary to even go into. Because the, the, the tourist numbers and the dollars tell me everything that I need to know about what Mardi Gras I need to go to. If I'm the tourist, the dollars and cents make dollars and cents. So that's not even up for discussion. It's all about what you want. But y'all gonna start coming up in my inbox talking about some, oh, well, we just as good as New Orleans. You're not. You're not. You're not. And that's okay. That's all right. It's okay. Everybody, be you. Be you. Have, make sure your city be you. Just make sure your city ain't trying to be like us because that's where you get it fucked up. And in the words of Joy, like she said, you're not. You're not. <laughs> What's happening, y'all? Uh, another another good episode of Joseph with CC. I'm your host, CC. It's been a little minute. This is uh, episode nine. Few days after Mardi Gras, and yeah, I'm alive. <laughs> Mardi Gras didn't take me out. Um, so this episode is pretty much a a Mardi Gras episode. I'm gonna give you a little hood history when. Mardi Gras, uh, the first Mardi Gras in the U.S. Um, I mean, I could I could take it back to, you know, it was really in the 1600s in France, but we ain't in France. We we in the U.S. So give you a little hood history, a little backstory uh, to present day, what Mardi Gras is like down here in New Orleans. Um, what it what it means to myself and plenty others this episode is really kind of like for the for my out-of-town folks who who's never been to New Orleans um, and want to come kind of like you know entice you to come Um, and if you do hit me up (laughs) Um, but I, I would say you know, with, with all of the, the the plethora of things that we have in the city, you have to experience Mardi Gras in its in its full entirety. I know, you know, we have images and video clips, you know, uh, out in in the world of how our Mardi Gras looks, and they normally just show one part. They show Bourbon Street, um, they show the French Quarter, they'll show a few floats here and there, but it's more to that than just that you know there is their Mardi Gras and then it's our Mardi Gras yes I'm I'm uh, I'm gonna get a little get a little segregated here for a minute because there is a big difference um just in for uh energy and and experience um so let's get into it how are y'all doing how are y'all doing it's been uh it's been a full week it's been a full week how are y'all making out, man? Uh, for the folks that are here, I hope you survived Mardi Gras. I hope your Mardi Gras was just as amazing as mine was. Um, currently, I'm doing okay. You know, I'm, I'm doing okay. You know, it could it could be worse, but I'm here. I'm recording. Uh, you know, I've I've. I've survived Mardi Gras. It was a time. It was a fucking doozy. So 
Now that we got that out the way, let's get into it. <laughs> Mardi Gras in the U.S. The first Mardi Gras, the the where it really originated from in the U.S. was is it is in a uh, Mobile, Alabama, so many decades ago. Um, Mobile, Alabama, the way they do Mardi Gras is very very different from hours so you know for my out-of-town folks you know you might hear or see someone may tell you you know especially down south that um you know Mardi Gras is in Mobile this is true it was originated in Mobile Alabama we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna give Alabama Mobile they got we're gonna we're gonna give them they got but the big Mardi Gras what you see on tv is where I am in New Orleans. I I have yet to experience Mardi Gras Mobile. I, to be honest, I have no desire to. Um, but I do have a I do have a few friends that uh, currently live in Mobile and and is from Mobile, and they do Mardi Gras there every year. Um, and just from what I've seen on social media, they have they have a good time. You know, they have parades and floats and bands and things, but it's not a it's not a like a two week, two, three week long drawn out thing here. Carnival season starts January 6th. You know, that's uh, you really, to be honest with you, carnival starts for us like in fucking um, December, because that's when you start seeing king cakes in grocery stores. <laughs> you know, you start seeing Mardi Gras de- uh, decorations to Mardi Gras colors is green yellow and purple um so you start seeing a lot of that in the month of december so when so once january roll around it's in full swing you know uh you know fat tuesday which it varies this year if it fell on the 21st next year it's gonna fall the day before valentine's day which is february 13th and it just varies i remember as a kid as a shorty pre-Katrina days that it would fall mostly in March at the bit at the beginning of March so it it, it roughly varies between like the you know mid-February to uh the first or second week of March and how I remember that is because some some Mardi Gras we would my mom's birthday and Mardi Gras would be on the same day so you know like I said I, I I wish we could I hope uh, in the future that Mardi Gras falls on my mom's birthday again it would be a time um, because my family and when I say my family really like my mom my dad they love Mardi Gras um, shout out to my dad it's been for the folks who do know um, you know he's been incarcerated for about 10 11 years so he he uh, came to a parade with me he went to a parade with me Saturday. We went to Endymion together and that was his first parade in, in 10, 11 years. And um, he, he always loved Mardi Gras, you know, just 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 being out there, you know, amongst people. And, you know, it, it, it can be very family oriented. It just, just all depends on what part of the route you're going to be stationed at. But, you know, even if you don't catch a whole bunch of stuff, you know, if you're, if you're not into the whole raising your hands and hooping and hollering, throw me something messed up. If you're not into that, just being out there, you know, if you're out there for the bands and, you know, you're out there for the majorettes and uh, the other drill teams and things like that. And like it's, it's really a good time. 
Carnival season down here starts January 6th and we go through at least a good two weeks worth of parades. We have weekday parades and weekend parades. Um, weekday parades normally start Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and then you have your Saturday, Sunday parades and that's an all day thing. You know, you ha your first parade normally starts at 1045, 11 a.m. And the last one stops um, the last one stops rolling, give or take nine thirty, ten o'clock. And I say give or take because you got to factor in the float breakdowns, <laughs> you know, the gaps. Um, so everything is Googleable. Like I said, I'm, you know, for the history, I'm giving you that just, just off of my personal knowledge and just for us friendship. I got that off of Google, even though I knew that that was a thing, too. I just didn't know like the year. Um, but that's a little hood, hood history. Give you give you some more hood history. Um, the you know, we have crews have different crews. It's, it's so it's so much stuff that goes into Mardi Gras. You know, you have your parade, your your crews, you have your you have your balls that go aligned with the crews. Um, and when I say crews spell K r e w e not like just c r e w um you know that's like some french shit they put the k instead of the c type shit um so we have you know we have our our prominent well-known crews which is uh muses which is an all-woman parade we have endymion we have Bacchus, we have the crew of Rex, and we uh, we have Namtak, which is a a black crew um, parade that rolls on the West Bank, which is, you know, I'm in a city, you know, in New Orleans, and then the West Bank is literally across the river. You can, you can, I think that, I believe that area is Arlene's Parish too, but that's neither here or there. And then we have, last but not least, Zulu. The crew of Zulu, which is, you know, everyone wants to go to the Zulu parade. Zulu, that's the only parade. That is the first parade that kicks off at Tuesday. It starts very, very early in the morning. As a shorty, Zulu used to roll literally at 645 a.m. Um, but now, you know, just over the years and things going on and stuff like that, it's it started Tuesday at 8 a.m. Still early enough. Um, and it's not, you know, it's each parade is a few hours. Again, I'm talking to the folks who are not privy to Mardi Gras, who, who don't know the detailed things of Mardi Gras. For the folks who are here, you already know you can you can fast forward to this part um, if you choose to, unless you want to listen to. I don't know. But Zulu starts at eight is normally over by, you know, give or take 1130, 12 o'clock. Then you have the crew of Rex. And then after that, then there are the truck parades, which is a, a really like fun parade to be at. Um, these floats are uh, driven by, uh, I, I don't know how you, they're, they're driven by trucks like the, like the 18 wheeler truck, trucks, truck drivers. They're, they're uh, drove by those guys and gals. And they throw out a lot of like just toys and stuff, animals and, you know, just pretty beads. And um, it's it's really a time for as Rex and Zulu and Endymion and Bacchus and, uh, and even Muses. You know, you have your your staple 
throws and I'm and, and this is me getting getting into the exclusive throws per crew with muses you have the shoe or purse you know so people go to muses to get a um a shoe and when I say a shoe not a sneaker but more so a a uh, six six inch or nine inch heel pump you know uh, the ladies they decorate these these shoes they be dazzle them you know put the ear on them you know it, they, they trick it out so if you if you catch a shoe, you are lucky because they don't they don't make many of them. You know, not every float has shoes, you know, has someone that's throwing shoes. Um, so if you if you go to a Muses parade, of course, get the beads that, that says Muses on them. But like that shoe or a purse, but preferably a shoe is like the golden goose. Endymion. um really just more of the the beads you know every year is something different within Demian beads uh, you may have a bead that that lights up um you know just just some something different on it that's gonna different differentiate them from everybody else baggage is the same um cups and uh freeze beads and um you know just just all just all kinds of rings light up rings and you know underwear you know like little um thongs you know that's hats and things like that with with their respective crew name on it zulu uh and i think everyone knows about zulu at least the parade um we have we have coconuts uh, other than the beads and other little knickknack stuff that they put their name on but the, the coconut just like the shoe and muses the coconut is one of those things that um no it's not limited but each coconut is different it's designed different um it's painted different has different things on it um if you it you we 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 in the age where you have to know someone that rides in zulu because you're not just going to get a you're not just going to get a random crew rider on a flow just give you a coconut not like that not like that you really gotta you really gotta social you really gotta show some tits to get a coconut but um it's just one of those golden goose things um so me and my i have been rolling for the past two weeks i've been you know i'm i'm a parade i'm a parade goer you know we had those folks that still enjoy watching award shows i am them folks i still like award shows even though it's a lot of politics and a lot of bullshit that comes with it same thing applies with parades a lot of people don't you know, really fuck with parades like that, you know, because you, you do have your fatalities and, you know, act incidents and stuff like that. But, um, you know, and then people just don't want to deal with the crowd and the traffic and things of that nature. I, for I, for one, fucks with the parades. I normally go to a lot of the parades by myself, you know, not because no one wants to go. It's just I be out there all day. You know, I like to be in the mix of it, you know, I, I like my concessions. The, the, the dopest thing about Mardi Gras, especially if you're downtown on St. Charles and Canal Street, we have concession trucks, you know, those, those trucks that be at like state fairs and world fairs and stuff like that. So you can get, you know, that's like your only time to get uh, cotton candy and funnel cakes and fried Oreos and, you know, uh, chicken on a stick. That's the only time you can get that type of shit down here unless you go further north to the fairs and things like that and the circus and shit you can't get that just on a regular basis here so you know i'd be down there posted by the about the food trucks by the concession trucks you know give me a large lemonade and some nachos 
I'm going to come right back in about a good hour and a half. Give me a funnel cake. You hear me? The next day, give me a chicken on a stick. You know, like I'm, I'm, I'm loaded up. So, <laughs> um, not every, not, not everyone is like that, but I'm like that. But, um, it's, it's, it's truly, it's truly a time Zulu in particular. Um, my cousins and I shout out to Ray and Gabby. Uh, we went to Zulu early. We parked literally one block away from the route. Got a parking spot like that. Uh, cause parking is a bitch no matter what parade you go to, um, if you uber a lift the price is going to be jacked up but the the driver is not going to be able to drop you directly right where the parade is you know you're gonna have to do some walking because with mardi gras you have a lot of street closures uh you know just 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 all kinds of that's that's the con of mardi gras you know parking and things like that finding somewhere to park paying to park you know, so if you're from here, like I am next year, I'm going to these parades by bike. I, I, I have a pedal bike. I have a pedal bicycle. Put some, I, sh- I should have put some air in that bitch this year. But, you know, just time flew by so fast for me. But next year, oh, I'm lit. I'm going to have my, my book sack on my back, bitch. And I'm going to be hiking it up the street to the parades because I'm not fucking with the car. Um, but anywho. We went to Zulu between the three of us, um, really between the, the, the two of them, you have no idea how many coconuts <laughs> that we obtained, like literally a trunk full of coconuts. My, my cousin, Ray, Rachel, uh, give Miss give them sass. She is a AKA she's in a sorority and you know, we have, we have a lot of crew members that, uh, ladies that are a fellow AKAs, fellow Soror sisters, and not just on Zulu, you know, you have muses and uh, just and the crew of Athena, which is another all woman parade, I believe they, they roll in Metairie, which is another part of the city. But you know, if she was to hit all of those parades up, she would get all the goodies. But she really just partake in Zulu. Um, so she not even just know these uh her soror sisters personally but just the fact that she wears her aka jacket a lady you know that's riding see the jacket like oh my soror sister here you go boom i don't know you from a can of paint but you my sister you know it's it's one of those things so she got hooked up with a whole bunch of coconuts pretty beads my cousin gabby um she is a educator so a lot of uh educators that work with her at the at, at the same school that she works at you know, they broke her off too. You know what I mean? And then you have me, I just know, you know, a a couple homies from around the way that I used to work with. And, you know, like I said, just know from around the way, they would post on, on their social media, you know, what float they're on, what side they're going to be, be on either the driver's side or the passenger side. And by me knowing their name, especially their real name, all I got to do is yell out their name. They find me and boom, boom. You know what I mean? So uh, between the three of us, I want to say it had to be at least a good, at least a good 20 to 25. Last year, me and Ray, because my cousin Gabby didn't come out there with us. But last year, uh, me and Ray, especially Ray, like she was catching them all like she was catching them all. I think I, I think on my IG from last year, I made a Mardi Gras post from last year, I believe 
I have a clip of all of the coconuts laid out on on uh, my girl's couch on my girl's sofa like all of the coconuts because she had she had caught some stuff too but um so it was a time and then everyone is looking like why are they grabbing all we're not grabbing all of no we just know people um and then a lot of the things that we were catching which i'm sure a lot of locals can contest to this um when you catch a lot of stuff you don't bring that shit home you you know you you give that to the little kids and stuff like that because in the end it's for them except for the coconuts um <laughs> but like beads and toys and you know just all kinds of like knickknack stuff because they throw all of that stuff out you just give that to the to the kids you know because they're trying to catch all of that anyway um so and, and, and where we were was you know it was it was it was a good time you know civilized people um another con of mardi gras not even just like fat tuesday i'm gonna be talking about mardi gras on tuesday but the kind just in general is communicating communicating with your tribe with your friends with your family trying to look for them but because the service is just horrible you cannot get in touch with anyone especially when you get in into the thick of a of a crowd uh tuesday was a time when i tell you i couldn't find nobody nobody um we double dipped after the parade was done where we were uptown uh, my cousin Ray went home and my cousin Gabby rode with me. So we went downtown to catch some more of it, but really to catch my people. Couldn't catch him. My 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 homeboy, Javon, he was probably up the street from me. Um, I had I had another home. I had a homegirl two blocks up. Like everyone was in a was in the same area, literally within walking distance of each other. But it was just so many people. You couldn't text. You couldn't call. No service. Um, my my childhood best friend, uh, Ashley. Shout out to Ashley. She came in town, and um, she came in town, and we met her. We we got lunch Monday. the The intention was to stay inside, y'all. I was, you know, because I had ran the streets the whole weekend, going to every parade. Monday I was like I'm staying inside she hits me up she was like hey I'm in town you want to grab lunch I was like sure <laughs> so Monday is Lundi Gras I'm gonna get into that but let me tell the story and um so we grab lunch and stuff like that I, and I still had the work throughout all of that you know my uh, f- for the folks who who have been listening the last couple of episodes I'm down to one job which is a part-time job and it's a night job so I still had to work did the job, they, they like, fuck them out the ground. Niggas still got to come to work. So um, she met me out there Tuesday. And it was a time communicating with her. I told her, I said, hey, with iPhones, we're going to have to uh, send the messages as text messages. She was like, okay, I share my location. I was like, that shit's not going to work. It's just not. It's not. <laughs> you know, this is where I'm stationed at. This is where I'm stationary. Me and my cousin are standing right here. She, Her sense of direction is so bad. Cause she doesn't live here. She's from here, but she hasn't lived here since Katrina. Um, yeah, I'm talking about you, bitch. <laughs> so, you know, telling her exactly where I am, like she was just lost in the salt. So, um, but yeah, she, we, we, we got together and walked around and, uh, you know, there's food trucks downtown and, uh, there's big stage, uh, powered by Ashe cultural center, uh, that we have in the city. And we have performances, performers and things of that nature. So let me take it back to the weekend. 
Sunday, Sunday, I was out from, I want to say 1 p.m. ish to, I didn't get home till maybe like 10.30. Shout out. And this, this is where I got to get my shout out. Shout out to my homegirl, my ace boom coon, Gwenny Gwen Gwen. Just shout out to her, man. Shout out to Heather. Shout out to my man, Marcus. He's a good man, Savannah. He's a good man. I fucks with Marcus. I don't see Marcus a lot, but when I do, it's normally during Mardi Gras time. We're all around the same age. Marcus, um, happy belated birthday, which I wished him a birthday. His birthday fell, uh, I want to say, because it was Sunday. I think his birthday was like Friday, you know, or Thursday or something like that. Literally made the same age as, as, as myself. Um, we... He's one of the, I got to talk about him. He's one of those guys, like we're literally the same person. Just, it's so crazy because we damn near dressed the same. I had on a being a boy's hat. I had on a shirt, had on some jeans and I had on Jordans. When I meet them out there <laughs> on St. Charles, he had on, he had on his being boy's hat. Uh, he didn't have on a shirt. He had on some camo, no, some olive green pants because, you know, that's the style in the Ultra Boost pair of um lime green ultra boost some shits was like fuego it's so crazy because i was i was telling myself two days before that like man i'm gonna go to the parade i need to break out my ultra boost because they're just extra comfy I, I know i'm gonna be walking around and standing for hours at a time but something just told me no and i put on a pair of uh <laughs> obsidian uh in white 15s but just, I'm, I say all of that to say, like, had I had on the Ultra Boost, we literally would have been like fucking twins almost. Um, but shout out to Gwen. Gwen is a parade goer every year. She she has two kids, two dope kids. Heather has four. Um, they're normally all together. Gwen um, is an educator herself. And she had a section sectioned off on the neutral ground of, of St. Charles. It was really her, her co-worker. This um, Amy, Miss Amy, her, her mother stays across the street at these senior living condos on St. Charles. Very rich. And they gave them, um, they hooked them up with some restroom passes, some restroom bands that a con with Mardi Gras, you can't find nowhere to use a restroom. A lot of businesses, you know, they're not, they, you got to be a paid customer to use their restroom. You know, porta potties are full or they just, it's the lack thereof. So that's another kind. Use bathroom and parking and also crime too. Um, but um, shout out to them. They had a section literally in a smack dab. I mean, the greatest location on St. Charles. Everything past them. Um so it was, you know, I, I share space with a lot of educators, um, you know, with Gwen and her family. And I literally stay with them the whole day. They welcome, welcome me with open arms, you know, offered me drinks and food and, and all of that good stuff. And it, it, it was just a time. It was a time. Uh, so shout I, I had to, I had to shout out to Gwen. Had to shout out Gwen. Um, because every year I be trying to catch Gwen. And she's normally in the same spot, but where I am to where she is, I can never get to her. But next year, I'm fucking with you. <laughs> I'm, I'm probably gonna be with you for the whole for the whole shebang. Um, so yeah, that was Sunday, and like I said, Saturday. I'm kind of I'm going backwards. Saturday, me and my father we went to Endymion, and it was so crazy because and Endymion rose in another 
another area of the city. It rose in mid-city. It's one. It's your your biggest and prominent crews. They're the float numbers. Um, that's another little hood history. Floats are normally um, per crew. They give you about a good forty to forty-two floats. That's your big parades like Zulu, Bacchus, um, Endymion. I think Rex is like 40, 42. And then you have, you know, like your smaller um, crews, Muses. I don't think they give you 42. They may give you like 25, 30. Um, and just other parades throughout the weekday and, and weekend, they may give you like 20 to 25. But Endymion and Bacchus and Rex and Zulu, they're going to be your more longer drawn out uh, parades. And and its parade is incorporated with floats. I should have said this early on, little hood history. The parades are incorporated with the floats, high school bands, out-of-state high school bands, and college bands. Um, you have other, you have the six-ton, six-ten stompers, which is a, a an all-male uh, pleasure, social and pleasure club. Uh, so for the out-of-town folks, you know, if you've ever seen photos down here during Mighty Grove, a bunch of white men and baby blue thigh shorts with long crew crew socks with like jersey like shirts with headbands walking up the street with gold paint and I think their shoes are gold painted. That's a, that's that's the six ten stompers. They just a bunch of white men that like to drink. And they got some brothers in there too, but it's normally like white men. Um they just like to drink. <laughs> that's that's pretty much all they do. They like to dance and drink and just have a good time. So <laughs> so it was really dope for my dad to come with me to uh to Endymion. I was gonna go regardless with or without him, but he was like, "I think I think I'm gonna go with you to the parade." I was like, "All right, cool." The dopest thing for me was um I seen a few I seen a few homies along the way, and uh, and that's the pros of of Mardi Gras. You know, when you go to a parade, whether you're going by yourself or with other people, it's so many familiar faces you're gonna see. So for them to meet him you know they already knew him just from how i spoke of him so for them to finally meet him and you know they embrace him with you know just open arms like man you know see us you know see is my girl you know what i'm saying she's 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 a good person you know like you you og you know i heard so much about you you know just i'm just so you know finally happy to like meet you and you know i hope you enjoy yourself happy mighty gras like it, it made him feel good you know, and it also made me feel good because that's the truth. Um, so, so it was dope. It was really dope. Let me, let me take a sip of this. Hold on. Mm. Mm-hmm. So it was really dope of him to see and to experience that, um, you know, because I am a socialite, you know, I know niggas and niggas know me and I am, I am my father's child, you know, everywhere we, we would go prior to him being locked up anywhere we went he knew somebody or somebody knew him you know um so it's kind of like the same with me anywhere I go I know someone so I'm never really alone you know my mom would always be like you going here by yourself I'm not gonna really be by myself because as soon as I step foot I'm gonna see some homies you know what I'm saying I'm I'm gonna be protected (laughs) you know what I'm saying so don't get it twisted um so yeah it was it was just really dope and like i said just being with my cousins tuesday uh tried to get granny out i miss nam talk nam talk rose on the west bank and my my granny wanted to go 
I, we, we slept, we pretty much, that was a Saturday morning, slept through it. I was dogged out tired from just work and also going to the parades throughout the week. Um, but she didn't, she wasn't really tripping in the end. She was like, uh, I really didn't want to go out there anyway. I was like, well, yo, bitty, why would you even ask me? I'm not, here. I am pumped up days before. Like, yeah, I'm gonna get the folding chairs. We're going to get down. We're going to get out there early, find a good spot. And granted, none of that happened, but still like my granny doesn't fuck with Mardi Gras anymore. You know what I'm saying? Cause my, my, my granny used to work in the hospitality industry. She was a housekeeper for, you know, 30, 35 years. So she, so she's, she's seen her fair share of Mardi Gras in the hotel business. Um, <laughs> going, working and then going home, you know, cause she would get caught in the parades trying to get home, you know, because of how the parade routes and the bus routes would, would align you know so she would just be standing out there for a few hours as an old lady um trying to get home so you know she she doesn't really partake in parade parades like that um but it was a time man it was a time i want to get to um location for us with um zulu is concerned like i like i mentioned a little earlier me and my cousin, we double dipped. We were uptown, and then once the parade was over up there, we got in a whip, went downtown. Granted, it took us maybe like 20, 30 minutes to look for a parking spot. But once we finally got it, went downtown. Now you're asking, where is downtown? For Zulu. Downtown for us is Orleans and Claiborne. A very popular spot. Um popular intersection a lot of stuff happens on that intersection good and bad but when the good happens it's like it's golden Orleans and Claiborne under the bridge under the bridge is under the I-10 interstate um, so while you're on the interstate while the parade is rolling you don't hear anything because we're partying underneath you um, but that's that's kind of like toward the end of Zulu parade because uh, the parade route starts uptown on Claiborne and Jackson. It rolls all through uptown. It turns on St. Charles, go and from St. Charles and Jackson all the way to um, St. Charles and Canal. You're looking at like a couple of miles. And then they turn on Canal Street, go all the way down till they get to Basin. I'm talking to the folks who are from here. That's why I'm saying the street names. But if you can, if for the out-of-towners, if you can imagine, that is a really, really long route. They bust that right on Basin, come all the way down. Basin turns into Orleans. And from Orleans and Claiborne to maybe Orleans and Broad, you're looking at maybe like another half of a mile. So in a nutshell, they've gone at least a good, I don't know, eight miles, seven, give or take, give, give or take. So if someone is listening, that's a part of Zulu. If you know the actual like mile, please let me know. Um, and then I'll retract it in the next episode. I, I may not retract shit, but um, Orleans and Claiborne, very, like the, if you really want to experience like the black Mardi Gras, a black experience, because like I said, there's two sides. There's like their Mardi Gras, which is 
St. Charles and uh, Bourbon Street and stuff like that. You know, hand grenades, show me your tits. That's their Mardi Gras. And then our Mardi Gras is um, Jackson, you know, Jackson Ave doing Mardi Gras there. Um, certain intersections of St. Charles is very black. And then you come down, of course, to the Treme area, Six War. Shout out to Six War Gang. You have Orleans and Claiborne, which is the ultimate black experience. Um, like I said, the stage is is powered by Ashe Cultural Center. Um, they have performances. Shout out to High Sizzle and Flag Boy Giz. I believe there was another performer, but those two are the hottest artists that we have in the city right now. Flag Boy Giz with his, um, I mean, is a hit. It is a hit. It's it's called We Outside. Um, I think it was released. It was released last year and it's still running. It is it is the song for the city. Like it just makes sense. Um, his whole campaign behind it just with the he had a plethora of features for it. But um, that and, you know, a lot of your black food vendors underneath the bridge, you have a lot of it's, it's kind of like a kind of like a, a market if you will, you know, you have your food vendors, but y'all, you also have your other vendors that sell uh, clothes and shoes and purses. You know, if you, you know, they got somebody out there selling lashes, you know, um, alcohol and just, just all kinds of stuff. Like it's really like the ultimate black experience. Everyone looks so beautiful in their Mardi Gras attire. Shout out to the local brands, Beignet Boys, M-Line, uh, Made in the Hood, uh, Visho, Fearless Hope, um, just, just all of the local brands. I named those five because that's uh, that's pretty much all I seen out there. Even I had on my beignet boys. Um, like you know, a lot of the local vendors when Mardi Gras time come around, they hit us with limited edition Mardi Gras colors of their brands. Um, and I mean, it was just, it was just really beautiful. You know, someone, I seen a post from someone, um, a couple of days ago. I, I don't, I don't know the lady. It was a repost and she was just saying, shout out to everyone during Mardi Gras. She said, I remember the last couple of years, even pre COVID the last couple of years, Mardi Gras started to become a fashion show. And it was, you know, every, I mean, granted, you know, you had, you had some guys and girls as the young kids would say, you know, they put that shit on, but we kind of, we kind of got away from that, which is like great because it started to get so like everything got to be designer. Everyone is, it's a fashion show. We're just out here looking at one another. We're not enjoying ourselves. This year, niggas wasn't giving a fuck about that. You know, long as you had on like the colors, you know, you, you have your um, Walmart even sells like the Mardi Gras t-shirts, you know, the infamous Mardi Gras t-shirts. And, they, and they're not, they're like 20, 30 bucks at that. Niggas wasn't worrying about like fashions and stuff like that. Long as you look cute and you love Mardi Gras colors, that's all that matters. And niggas was really out there enjoying themselves. Um with their people, with their tribes, you know, vibing out to the performances, eating good food, drinking good drink. And, and, and it was just love. Um, the Indians, uh, showed up, uh, that's another entity, entity with Mardi Gras. You know, you have your, the, 
the morning of Fat Tuesday, a little hood history, little hood history, the morning of Fat Tuesday. And when I say the morning of, I mean like dusk, nigga, we talking like three, four a.m. type, five a.m. type um, in Treme. And, and, I, and I believe another part of the city, it's like two parts of the city, if I'm not mistaken. If someone is listening from here and if I'm getting any thing wrong please dm me get in touch with me and so i can correct it because i'm telling this for the folks that's out of town because i want them to experience it but um around those times of the morning we have uh the skull and bone gang a lot of that stuff is google i'm not going to go in detail because i really don't have all the details um we have the skull and bone gang they they go around their respective neighborhoods um and they they have these chants that's when the indians come out uh the mardi gras the masking indians um, we even have the baby dolls we have these seven sisters especially around a treme area because the treme area is such a historic area it's in the u.s it's been named the only um the blackest neighborhood in the u.s um it may not be the black it's not because of gentrification but at at one time there was a time where treme was all black all black um so by by the u.s they were dubbed the only black neighborhood or the number one neighborhood in the u.s but they go around the treme area and uh you know the seven sisters they like sage the whole neighborhood almost <laughs> basically you know they're dressing there all white you have your skull and bowl gang you have the african drummers um you know it's it's a lot of like an ancestral traditions that happens really just on mardi gras you really only see them on fat tuesday you don't see the skull and bowl gang no other time throughout the year you you don't really see the seven sisters no other time throughout the year you'll see the indians you see the black masking indians um maybe like give or take three or three times throughout the year mardi gras certain second lines like super sunday shout out to super sunday that's coming up i believe march march 20th or march 19th um but you have to be up really really early in the morning for that a lot of like news outlets a lot of our uh photographers in the city come out early in the morning just to document um them coming out of uh coming out of their houses well not even their houses per se but you know they come out of a house you know you can that's that's your chance to take pictures and things like that of them it's really really a time so Orleans and Clay it takes me back to Orleans and Claiborne the ultimate black experience so and I'm tired Wednesday took me out. Mardi Gras took me out. I survived it, but it took me out, if that makes sense. And Wednesday, I stayed in a bed. I was off from, from my night job. It was so crazy because Tuesday, I still had to work. I still, even throughout all of that, I, I still had to go to work. I had to drop my cousin off and I had to zoom out where, where my job location is. I didn't get here until maybe like 6.30, 7 o'clock that night. Um, and I was on the schedule for like four o'clock, but they, they knew that niggas was going to be out shaking their ass. Um, 
you know, trying to get coconuts and bees and things like that. So long as I long as I showed up, that's all that matters. You're grateful. I sh- you, you're grateful. I showed up and I, you know, I showed up because it wasn't about y'all. It was about the money. So <laughs> that's the black experience. Wednesday, I rested. Like literally, I stayed inside the whole day. I may have gotten up one time, like got about the house, but yeah, body was hurting because I did a lot of walking. That was just two weeks worth of walking and working at my job and standing up four hours at a time at the parade. Um, I'm not really like a hoop and holler, throw me some Mr. Type of gal. You know, I normally, you know, stand to the side. If you throw something to me, I'm gonna catch it. But I'm not like, hey, hey, throw it. Like, I, I, I'm not like that. And I, but I'm not judging the next person who does that. We got people who really be acting crazy out here, fighting kids, <laughs> fighting one another over bees. I'm not like that. Hey, man, that's all you, player. That's all you. You know, because half of these bees are recycled anyway. <laughs> so they're going to be throwing the same thing every year. Um, we're going to take, going to take a little break check some of these dms we're gonna get right back to it well all right um yeah i hope you all are ready for this second half i forgot i have to shout out the photographers i have to because now images are are surfacing on the internet from mardi gras shout out to my girl ashley lorraine Shout out to Larry Everidge, um, Visionary Barnes, Jamal, um, uh, Jafar, Tivado, um, just just everyone who was out there, especially Fat Tuesday early in the morning to document what I was just talking about, the skull and ball gangs and the baby dolls and the seven sisters. Um, and, and it was just out there the whole day uh, documenting zulu especially zulu um the the zulu tramps and the king and queen and the warriors like shout out to y'all when i tell you i've i've reposted a few i'm I'm gonna continue to to repost a few over the next two days or so but them these fucking photos that that these people have taken when i tell you it really captures the essence of black Mardi Gras like it's like none other A- Ashley Lorraine that I, and, I'm, 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 and I'm trying to not be as biased but Ashley Lorraine photos are like when I when I say flame emojis flame fucking emojis she understood the assignment so I I, I wanted I wanted to get that out I should have like I forgot to say that toward the end of before we before we went on break but shout out to them man shout out to them shout out to Visionary Barnes his closing ceremony for his art show his uh photo art show is March is next week March 5th no March 4th March 4th at Axiom Gallery which is Ko Young's gallery Ko Young is a well-known artists in the city i mean just worldwide he shout out to him as well he does every year a mardi gras poster um and i think i i think i may have i think i have like two or three years of you know like 
Mardi Gras posa. I didn't get this year's Mardi Gras posa. And it's a limited number. I think he makes like 50 or 60 signs and numbers them. Like, yeah. And he has his own gallery. So shout out, shout out to those guys. Um, now that we're done, now that we're done with Mardi Gras, I think I am. I think I've talked about Mardi Gras in its full entirety. Um, let's get into the, 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 the entertainment shit. What's going on in sneakers and in entertainment. I'm, I didn't talk about it last week because I think it didn't happen. Um, the Super Bowl, Rihanna's, um, so yeah, I'm, I'm behind, which is, which is, which is fine. Um, I'm one of those folks who don't even, I don't like to talk about things in real time. I like to just wait because everyone is trying to get the news out first, trying to be the first, like, no, I'd rather just have dialogue about the shit a week or two afterwards. Um, I enjoyed Rihanna's halftime performance. I actually didn't think she was pregnant. I just thought that was some leftover baby weight. <laughs> to be honest, I just thought, you know, she just didn't go to the gym. She didn't, you know, put a waist trainer on. It was just, you know, she's all right with being a little, being a little chubs. Little did I know, ASAP Rocky shot the club up again. So she was performing the Super Bowl halftime show, Prego. But nonetheless, I enjoyed the performance. I mean, she gave us hits, even the joints that wasn't really hers. She just featured on it, did hooks on. I fucks with it. Um, her being catapulted in thousands of thousands of thousands of feet. Um, I thought that was dope. I, I'm like this. The, the the girl ain't give us music in what, five, six years, maybe seven now. Um, I knew she wasn't going to give us anything new. Not at the Super Bowl. At least not at the Super Bowl. Um, so I took what I what I got and I was appreciative of that. Um, plenty of people are like, you know, she did. She didn't get paid from that. Uh, I thought that was understood that people don't get paid for at least the Super Bowl, uh, Super Bowl halftime performances. You know, really, I mean, she, she got paid on the back end. You got to think about the bigger picture. Um, her, her, you know, she probably she probably got a cut, maybe like just tv time type of thing type of arrangement but like just her fenty line and um you know things like that on the on the back end but overall just for his performance wise if you're just talking solely on performance i enjoyed it and she gave us some dance moves you know she was fully clothed you know which which was kind of surprising to me whether she had baby weight or not i thought she was gonna give us a little like cleave she ain't give us that um but yeah I mean I fucks with it that's all I really had to say did I watch the whole Super Bowl I really didn't I came I don't know what I was doing that Sunday but I came in right literally minutes before the halftime performance um so I was able to watch the halftime performance and I seen the second half of the game but I was really kind of like in and out but shout out to Kansas City for winning the Super Bowl Super Bowl 56 Really shout out to the Philadelphia Eagles. Um, that's pretty big of them to even get that far, get that close, because it has been years. Um, Jalen Hurts, which I think I, which I think is from Louisiana, if I'm not mistaken. Shout out to him. I mean, he he's he's a hot boy. He's a hot boy for real. Um, so shout out to those guys. That's all, that's really all I had to say. Let's get to these motherfucking trades, man. It's so crazy because I was just the last episode I was talking about Kyrie going to the maps and literally the day after the news is in a tizzy 
because KD got traded to the Suns. How do we feel about that? Even though we're about what a week and a half, maybe two weeks now in, I still want to hear. I still want to hear people's responses. If, if you're privy to what's going on in in the, in the sports realm, how how do we feel about that? Yeah, yeah, okay. It doesn't really matter to you. You're not fucking with it. You think it's great. My personal opinion, I'm not fucking with it. KD, K, KD, man, he 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 loves the easy way out. He loves the easy way out. Now, granted, I know the Brooklyn Nets probably had their shit. You know, they've had James Harden, Kyrie, KD, even Ben Simmons. They had some really solid players on their team in the past. Uh, Blake Griffin and um, the guy who was teammates with Blake Griffin on the Clippers. What was this guy's name? And that was my guy. He he was a center. Andre something. Y'all know who I'm talking about. But and, and just their their bench was pretty good, too. At least I thought. But I know the organization itself has some shit. But still, like, you know, you get up there. You you didn't even play for about a year and a half because of injury. You were still on the team. You know, because you're a high-profile athlete with a big contract. They put all of these players in place for you, whether you ask for them or not. They gave you some good quality players. I still think James Harden is a bum. He's just a bum, but he's a good playing bum. That didn't work out. You know, so for you to go to the Suns, the West is stacked. They're stacked. Yeah, you know I'm saying like if you honestly think you're going to give the Suns the push that they need to really win a championship, all power to you. Do they need it? Uh, to be honest, yeah. They need all the help they can get because Chris Paul and D book can't do it alone. Chris, that's my guy. That's my my man, 100 grand. But proof shows the last couple of seasons. Chris didn't really show up like that during the playoffs. You know what I'm saying? Them niggas, them niggas ball their asses off throughout the season. But as soon as the playoffs come around, they they know where to be found. Missing shots, numbers low, you know, fighting, just all kinds of stuff. So, um, but yeah, I'm not I'm not fucking with that move. Um, I just think it was just an easy way out. Uh. And just all the other trades, um, John Wall, they traded him back to Houston, to the Houston Rockets. I know he do not like that shit because John Wall cannot stand Houston, boy. He cannot stand Houston. I would love to see him back with the um, with the Wizards to keep it a bean with you. He should have never left the, Liz- the the Wizards in the beginning, but understand just money and contracts and things like that. Um so hopefully, you know, he gets somewhere where he's, I mean, she, he, he was really a good fit with the Cliff, with the Clippers. You know, I, I, I seen a game where he played with the Clippers and I, and I enjoyed it. I fucks with John Wall. John, I'm a, I'm a very big fan of John Wall. Um, so him going back to Houston, they got Russ going to the Clippers, Pat Bev, they traded Pat Bev, I think to someone correct me i want to say houston i mean uh utah but they got him about the paint so where does that leave the lakers nowhere (laughs) you know what i mean um and that kind of sucks because you know lebron and them already have like a losing a losing season you know shout out to lebron for breaking the 
you know, uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar's record. But that that don't mean anything when you and win the championship in the same year. You know what I mean? Um, but yeah, I'm not. I'm not to take it back to to KD. I'm not fucking with that KD. And I know you don't care, but I'm still gonna say it. I'm still gonna speak my my mind and give my honest opinion. I'm not fucking with that at all. But I'll power to you. So, um, let's get into fucking Cool Kai countersuing Nike. <laughs> my guy, Cool Kai, man. Cool Kai is just as delusional as a white chick in her sophomore year of college. Um, I don't really, I, I wanted to talk about it, but I think it's the news came out like a week or two ago and I didn't write anything down for it for as in detail. But like I said in, in the past episodes, cause I, I talked about the, the lawsuit and everything with him. We gotta, we gotta let this play out. Of course he's going to counter suit. Sounds about right. Sounds about right. He's, he's, he's just, he's not going to just, you know, bow down that easily. You know, he's an arrogant asshole. You know, that wants his way or no way. So he's going to count as who he's going to win. No. You know what I'm saying? Um, but. Again, like Katie. All power to him. All power to him. Speaking of sneakers. Um, how do we feel about the. Tiana Taylor. Uh, Air Jordan ones. It, it looks like a. It looks like it was. Looks like a. Uh, and I think it is a nike air Jordan one zoom comfort and it looked and it looks customized you know what i mean it looks like a customized pair but uh, apparently they're going to be i guess mass producing it to some degree you know maybe make it in, in limited numbers but um i i think i think they're cool i think they're cool not for me not my jam you know, like, like, like y'all already know. I mean, I've been laying off on buying sneakers and shit like that. Especially this year, I thought about it because I just, I literally just copped a pair. I'm waiting, I'm waiting on a pair of the uh, color of the month, Air Force One Lowe's, the baby blue pair. I finally caught a pair. Not even finally. They, they've been on the market for like under retail since they've been out. I got them for like 85, 90 bucks. Shout out to uh, Bodega. Hopefully, hopefully, I know they said in the in the description due to delays and stuff like that. Expect your shipment, expect your package to get to you in like two weeks or three weeks. I'm like, hold on, for a pair of shoes that's on sale, I should be getting my shit at least by Monday or Tuesday. Um, so let's just hope next week I get my shit because I mean, this is a shoe that's been sitting in y'all stock room for how long now? So this is my second pair. We're in the month of February. I bought a pair in January, so I I. I told myself if I could, cause I, I want to start slowly getting back to buying sneakers. Cause the past two and a half, three years, I wasn't really buying none like that. Especially like Jordans. I would buy like little knickknack stuff, Harajis and Air Maxes around the way. But everything I got, I have a few exceptions. I, I, I got the, I'm a money or fours. And, um, I got the away colorway of the, penny ones you know exception of certain shoes like that you know i wasn't i was getting a lot of stuff under retail but um i was like if i could slowly get back into copying sneakers this year at least the first six months maybe i should do like one shoe per month that's a stretch coming 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 from 
buying sneakers every two weeks, like literally buying three or four pairs every two weeks. And I'm factoring in the amount of money that I was making then, you know, I'm not making as much money as I used to. So, but I'm still able to afford, you know, certain things, maybe not in a, in a quantity like that, but I was like, I think one per month is feasible. I may could do two, but I'm, I'm being really intentional. If I do that, if I do the one per month, it gotta be a shoe that's on a retail like Air Force One. So I was like, well, maybe if I start tackling the color of the month Air Force Ones, because I like all the colorways. I like all the colorways. And I've gone on GOAT and Sneaker Politics and uh, Foster and all, all of the shoe sites, Bodega St. Alfred, Corporate, all of those color of the month Air Force Ones are literally sitting under retail. Literally. I think they're like, what, one twenty, one thirty. It's a lot of them that's 80 bucks, 75 $90. I'm like, and and these are dope fucking colorways. I just seen the orange pair. Shout out to John. Um, he he did his uh, Mardi Gras edition, being a Boris release last week Saturday. I didn't get anything. I didn't get anything. <laughs> it was it was so crazy. I didn't. I miss Beignet Boy herself. I didn't get anything, which is totally fine. Um, I didn't ask for anything. I really didn't have intentions on getting anything. I mean, I did want something, but I knew that the line was going to be so crazy. It would be it would be selfish of me to throw in my hey man, can you hold me? Can you hold me down? I didn't want to do that because I know, I know that feeling being in line and then you get in there, your size is gone because a bitch or a nigga called a homie and be like, Hey, put this large on the side when you wanted like, no, but I went in there to get a, another homie of mine shirt, got it by the skin of my teeth. Um, but I stayed in the store for a while and we were all leaving. Um, me, John and, and another homeboy of ours, uh, Vida, we were all leaving at the same time. He pulled them out. I think, it was his size. I think he was about to buy him or something, but they, they hadn't been released yet. And, uh, and they, and they come in a, uh, retro Nike box, the, the same box, a black and red box with the brown at the top. Uh, a lot of the ACG, the nineties ACG came in that box. A lot of the Jordans in the nineties uh, came in that box. And I was like, Oh, what's Disney? He opened them up. I was like, Oh shit. I mean, orange, that orange, colorway of the color of the month air force ones is going to be a hit any air force one that the base color is not white like the primary color is like a black or a blue or a red or an orange or a purple if the base colorway is a color like that with the white check and the white sole with that primary color at the very bottom of the sole it's going to be a hit all the time. It's going to be a hit all the time. When I caught those baby blue Air Force Ones, they only had two sizes left, an eight and an eight and a half. I was like, this is a sign. I need to hop on it because I'm not, I'm probably not going to get a size eight in this shoe at this price in the next couple of weeks. Um, and especially when you change out the white laces, flame emojis. Um, <laughs> so, so yeah, I, um, to go back, because I segued to go back to the Tiana Taylor joints. I think they're okay. Not for me. Um, 
but shout out to her. I mean, anything, any collab that she does do is always a hit. I do have a pair of Tiana Taylor questions, Reebok questions, the all red joints. I looked up, I walked in the store and at least foot one day and they had them shits. And I was like, yo, you got a tent? And was like, yeah, I was like, yeah, let me get those. Um, and it only had a few sizes. Like, you know, obviously he, he looked, homie looked at me like I knew something for me to pick these joints up. Um, so yeah, Pharrell, speaking of Tiana, because all of this, like, see how I'm doing this to Tiana and then Pharrell, Pharrell takes on LV. He takes on Louis Vuitton. I fucked with the move. I fucked with the move. Um, Louis Vuitton kept the head, the men's head designer position open since Virgil Blau's passing. Sounds about right. Um, and they put Pharrell in place. Um, Pharrell is such a trendsetter, man. He's he's always ahead of the game. He's maybe not far ahead, but he's ahead. So yeah, I um I fucks with it. You know, I can't wait to see what he got up his sleeve with the brand. Um, I mean, LV has been killing it, especially you know with with Virgil Blind, even just after his passing with the shoes and things like that, Air Force Ones. But they've been killing it for the last couple of years since Virgil's been in that position. So, like I said, Pharrell is such a trendsetter. He's always at least like two or three steps ahead um, just with the things that he wear and the stuff that he's created with uh, Human Made, with Adidas. Um, Human Made is kind of, to me, my opinion, I think Human Made is kind of like um, the upscale streetwear. You know, they they also have Y3, um, too. But Human Made, for me, it gives you like that upscale streetwear type of vibe. Um, so I I can't wait. I can't wait for it, to be honest with you. Just, just I, I mean, it's out of my tax bracket. So when I say I can't wait, not I can't wait to buy, but just I just can't wait to see what he see what he got, you know, up his sleeve. Um, speaking of Adidas. Um, former, and this was posted on ninth, uh, from complex sneakers, former Nike designer, Nathan Van Hook hired by Adidas as new VP of basketball footwear. Um, Nathan Van Hook, he had a hand in, uh, the Yeezy two and the, uh, Montclair tail grip and, uh, literally like that's a ACG type line and some other things, the, the Nike, some Nike fly knit, uh, running shoes and trail shoes. Um, I'm looking at photos here. I don't, I don't, I don't know them from a can of paint, but I do think when, when someone from Nike, uh, jumps to Adidas or any shoe brand for that matter, I think that the expertise that they have, especially if they come from like that design table, like they're going to give them a extra push you know um that's all i got with that speaking of adidas now adidas the headlines just came out and i don't even think it's everything in detail and i wasn't really even going to talk about this but now that we, we're bringing up adidas adidas is reaching back out to kanye so there is a good chance that um there will be a reunion with kanye west and adidas and although I'm I'm yay and nay because it's like, man, they they did them dirty, but they didn't. But they still did them dirty. Um, 
I, I said this in previous episodes. I really would like Kanye. <clears throat> excuse me. I really would like Kanye to do his own thing. Like his actual own. Like take Yeezy and like without Adidas. You know what I'm saying? Like you can pull you can pull off doing the Yeezy line on your own. But at the same time, I get it too. So um, like I said, not everything is out just yet. You know, I, I've been seeing some things here and there the last couple of days. You know, niggas oh, is withholding information, um, but they, they want to be the first to give you a little bit, to give you a little taste of what's what is going on. You know, shout out to you fucking sneaker bloggers and sneaker YouTubers and influencers and things of that nature. Um, <laughs> you know, but I can't wait till everything comes out, you know, so we all could watch or read the article um, and see how all of this transfold. Um, I, like I said, I'm, I'm with it, but I ain't just, con- you know, considering what has happened, you know, it'd be different if they, you know, if his shoes wasn't selling and they dropped them and then, you know, two, three years come down the line, they revisit and then, you know, re- renegotiate. But I do think in this time, the ball is in Kanye's court, you know, because with Adidas, since Kanye has left, since Kanye has left, um, they've lost at least, at least a bill. Or at least close to it. You know, Dave, um, I mean, I'm looking at a post right now and this is dating back from the night. Adidas could lose 1.29 billion in unsold Yeezy revenue. They have already. They have. They've lost millions of unsold Yeezys, you know, and then you have the Ivy Park shit is a dub. You know, first of all, Beyonce doesn't even wear Ivy Park. She doesn't wear Ivy Park to the grocery store. She's not she's not in a jumpsuit at Trader Joe's. So, you know, do you honestly think that Ivy Park is for the average woman who has two kids that shops at Trader Joe's and does nap times? No, it's not for her. And if it was, it's impossible for her to even get it because the rollout in the campaign, as dope as it is, a lot of that shit goes to the fucking influencers and the celebrities. I never forget seeing a video of Scotty Beam. Shout out to Scotty Beam. No shade, but Scotty Beam, granted, she is a personality. She has a podcast and all this other good stuff. But, you know, when you think about the who's who, Scotty got a whole portable rolling closet with everything. Shoes, jumpsuit, bathing suit, jacket, shirt, pants, socks, hat. You know what I mean? Like. If if I was really in like my mom can't get any of that. That stuff is not sold in the stores. You go online, you gotta fight with the bots. My mom don't know a fucking thing about a bot. First of all. You know, she like my mom shops on Facebook. <laughs> what the fuck does she know about a bot? You know what I mean? So they've already they've been catching a dub long ago to be honest with you because like i said beyonce is not wearing ivy park when she does the rollout in the campaign for the new, new line of course she's in it but she's not wearing that shit at trader joe's and aisle two she's not wearing that when she when she gets her spicy lemonade you know what i mean so it's like they put so much money into that you know if beyonce would have just stuck to like shoes 
and that fuck oh my god them god awful um she did the colorway on a pair of kobe's i think that was kobe's first i think it's the top 10 if i'm not mistaken oh when i tell you basuda hideous just cringe should have left that alone should have left that alone if, if, if they would have stuck just with doing ultra boost maybe like low, low top forums you know what i mean like shit like that with ivy park it should would have been a hit but no you want to do top tens you want to do bathing suits bitches don't even do bathing suits like that i mean they do but shit, they wind up being naked in the water anyway <laughs> you know what i mean <laughs> let me take a sip for that so so yeah um to go back to easy i can't wait till all of this unfolds um to see what's really going to happen the ball is in his court Ho hopefully he'll let you know use his leverage um ask for you know much more money ask for more really more access more of a bigger seat at the table again i would love for him to do his own thing but since we're since we're not there this this is good as it gets so um yeah I, I can't wait i can't wait um so we're at an hour i think i've tackled everything at least for this episode let's get into the music it's very 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 short cc's bag very very short cc's bag um and only really only because of mardi gras to be honest with you so i haven't really been uh listening to anything new i don't even think anything new came out like that i got a few things really just r&b but to be honest the last two weeks i went back to my r&b playlist only because with mardi gras when you're outside and at the parades and just you know doing all of that and even the other festivities that's going on afterwards i forgot to mention you know you have your concerts and uh parties and different events you know after hours and things like that you know you hear the same it's, it's like a sensory overload you hear the same traditional mardi gras music you know because we have our actual like mardi gras music and then you hear you know your uh the same old rap shit you know the ride 49 and um the the cash money little way just 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 whatever's popular now you hear a lot of that you know you hear you you it's really like twice as twice as much during Mardi Gras season so it's a sensory overload so it's like before I go to the parade especially after going home or going to work and even coming home from work I'm I'm going back to that um I guess you if you want to call it a low vibration but you know, my R&B mid-tempo type shit to, I guess, reset my ears. <laughs> if that makes sense. It's kind of like, you know, when you're eating a whole bunch of different flavors, you drink water to reset your palate, to clean your, clean your palate. It's kind of like that with the music. So um, I have downloaded and, I, and I've, I've skimmed through the stuff that I downloaded. But um, Sabrina Claudio dropped Archives and Lullabies. Um, I did like fully listen to this album twice. Really good, like just soft album. She gave us a few ac acoustic joints. Um, it's about 10, 11. Yes, yeah, 11, 11 joints on this. Um, and I'm a, and I'm a fan. I'm late to the Sabrina Claudio party though, but I'm a fan nonetheless. Um, Justine Sky with Dark Side. I ran this. I ran this about two, yeah, about two times. 
Timberland on here, Justin Timberlake, got Tiger. I thought it was a solid joint. Um, 10 piece, you know, I'm, I'm not, I'm not, uh, very knowledgeable of Justine Sky, but when I seen this in my new music feed on Apple music, I was like, huh, she dropped something. Let me get it. Um, this, this other artist, uh, which is beknownst to me, check me out, beknownst. Um, I don't know. I don't, I, I don't know if I'm going to say the name right, but it's spelled B I S H A T. And I'm assuming how you say it is be shat or maybe be shot. Um, but nonetheless, uh, this young lady R and B sing contemporary R and B, excuse me. She dropped the EP, uh, called who hurt you. The title got me, the title got me. I was like, who? Yeah, because that's that's like a phrase. That's like a question that we that the girls ask, you know, when, when someone is like talking real spicy or something like that. There's always someone saying, who hurt you? <laughs> you know what I mean? So I was like, yeah, I'm a, I'm going to get this. Um, I skimmed through it because it's only just four tracks. Um, I thought it was good. I still think it's good. Um, and then last but not least, I actually downloaded it last night. I don't know how she had to have released this yesterday. Today is Saturday. Um but she had to have released this yesterday because I didn't see it last week or I didn't even see it just throughout the week. Um, my girl fan favorite tink T I N K. Thanks for nothing. I, she, this is a, a healthy album, 14 tracks. I'm gonna tell you where I stopped. I stopped at, cause it was a feature. I stopped at the, the joint she did with Tiger, let my guard down. So I listened from one to seven. So I have eight to 14 to go just from one to seven. Bop, bops, jams. You hear me? Like for me, Tank doesn't miss. She doesn't. Winter's Diary? What? What? We're not, we're not even going to get into that. We're not even going to get into that. Last but not least, um, a personal favor of mine. He was just in concert down here. Uh, I want to say after Valentine's Day, Eric Billinger, 1-800-HIT-EASY-LINE-2, um, solid, solid tape, 14 tracks, Money Long, Corday, Fab, Blast, Tink is on here. Um, I've listened to this album a few times, like going to and from work. Solid, solid tape. Um, I, I haven't rated anything, but I'm going to rate this literally 9.7. Shout out to Keith Lee with the rates, 9.7. He doesn't give anybody a 10. Um, but yeah, Eric Billinger is my fucking guy. I mean, him and Hit Makeup, they make really good music together. Eric Billinger is a one of the greatest singer songwriters. He does a lot with with uh, Chris Brown and and Tank and Tank, the male R and B singer. Um, you know Kalani and things of that nature. Like he's he's that guy. He's that guy. Um, that's pretty much it with CC's music bag. I talked about sneakers. I talked about Mardi Gras. Um, giving flowers give flowers to to Mardi Gras you know the most wonderful time of the year in New Orleans for my out-of-towners never been to New Orleans if you can try to do your due diligence 
the first time you want when you have that itch to want to come here please come for Mardi Gras then you just then you could just come for everything else but if you can and and that's another thing if you can afford it because like I said Mardi Gras literally is like a two three week thing if you could come at least for a week the, the days leading up to Fat Tuesday and leave Wednesday or Thursday please shout out to you motherfuckers who only come for two days and leave on Tuesday like we got a lot of motherfuckers that come in time and it, and it be the motherfuckers that's from here y'all come Sunday and leave Tuesday morning how y'all do that ew the ghetto you, sh- you should have had enough vacation time to take off at least Wednesday at least for Wednesday but leaving Tuesday what that's when yeah you know I mean that's when the city is turned up Tuesday in the city literally means businesses are closed for the day um unfortunately like I said I had to work but if I work like literally in the city because I don't work in the city I work on the outskirts if I worked in the city I would I would have been off you know businesses don't play you know bit uh Mardi Gras is like a uh, a holiday if you will down here as cliche as it sounds you're going to hear the phrase everywhere else is just a Tuesday that's really just what it is everywhere else is just a Tuesday but here on a fat Tuesday Mardi Gras day yeah it's Liddy Fire Liddy so shout out to Mardi Gras shout out to everyone who who partaked in Mardi Gras especially on Tuesday you all look beautiful shout out to my friends um my tribe who I was not able to get to because of just communication next year. I'm putting it out there now. Next year, we're going to have to get walkie talkies. <laughs> that That's the only way any of this is going to work. If we if we looking to be together, we have to get walkie talkies. If, if we can't carpool, because that's another thing. Like I said, I'm, I'm going to be transporting by bicycle next year. If we can't carpool, we have to have some type of walkies. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, um, but shout, but shout out to shout out to the folks who were able to find their friends and their family and be together and drink and eat and be merry. Um, so yeah, just 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 shout out, just shout out the fucking Mardi Gras. Uh, as the French would say, les hommes, les bons temps roulent. Let the good times roll. <laughs> um, so my and y'all already know my closing words is. Long live the Joe's niggas. <laughs> Peace out. <laughs>